BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine, the show that teaches you how to survive the stuff that can kill you, like hypothermia or a polar bear attack or the winter cold and the stuff that just makes you wish you were dead, like bad eggnog or an empty stocking pass or no guest turns out we totally survived it we totally did you'll see in a second let's get to the theme song let's do it Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. I'm Danielle. I'm Christine. And our guest is sick. So we're just doing a little fly by the seat of our pants sort of uh, holiday spectacular. Yeah, we're going to get into yeah. it. I'm not hey. going to cancel the show, girls, just because our, no. our guest is sick. Who needs a guest when you've got us? Yes, exactly. I have something to share about Danielle. Yeah? She's getting into ribbon. <laughs> Well, it's sort of a funny, I, I, I uh, wrapped a little gift for Christine in a ribbon and I it's said, beautiful. I'm going to take ex- a photo. I explained that I think it was starting last year during Christmas. I decided, you know what? I don't care if I live with two guys. Everything's getting a ribbon. Yeah. And uh, sort of, it's sort of an uh, homage to my mother, which is funny because my friend Alex Alexander, who was our very first guest. She really was. Texted me yesterday and she said um i think about her my mom yeah every time i wrap my any presents because when i was throwing your bridal shower i got married in 2004 she gave me a whole passel of ribbons and i still have some that's how much she gave me (laughs) that's many years it feels like the never-ending ribbon spool like magic (laughs) oh my mother was very fancy and so everything had a ribbon and every and we you know we would trade gift bags back and forth yes. over the course of twenty years you know, um, so yeah so there you have a ribbon on your gift you're carrying on the tradition yes Judy's I, ribbons Judy's ribbons yes that'd be a good shop <gasps> Judy's it does it it sounds like right? Joanne's fabrics Judy's, Judy's ribbons, ribbons but it's it's sweeter you know Joanne's fabrics changed their name from like Joanne's Fabrics to Joanne's, but now it's spelled differently. Like there isn't a hyphen or there was a hyphen. I didn't know that. You think there was like a coup? (laughs) 
There was a coup hyphen. They were like, they, <laughs> we, they carry, we, we carry a bunch of other stuff now that's actually just crap. Yeah. <laughs> so, and they didn't want to say crap and fabric. Yeah. yeah. So we dove into Tulsa King. Last oh, okay. Night, yeah. Largely because Andrea Savage mm-hmm. um, is a friend of Jimmy's and was on Never Not Funny and recently. She's on that? She's on that? She's like, she's got second billing. Nice. Second for her. billing after Sylvester Stallone. Wow. Here's my problem with the show, and I'm, it's not going to ruin anything. The man is out of prison mm-hmm. after 25 years. Yeah. Did you, have you watched it? No. They go to get ice cream cones, mm-hmm. and he even comments. Wow, I can't believe how good ice cream is. I forgot they yeah. don't serve it in prison. And he doesn't finish the cone. He's been in jail for yeah. 25 years without ice cream. Yeah. And he doesn't finish the whole ice cream? His first ice cream back? Yeah. That doesn't, I don't buy it. That doesn't track. I don't buy it. I thought you were going to say he's been in prison for 25 years. How did he keep up on his fillers? That's another good question. Because I've seen a little bit of the... <laughs> It's a very strange combination of aging and fillers. Yeah. It's hard to... I mean, by the second episode... We watched two episodes. By the second episode, I was more used to it. Right. But it's very weird because it's like his face is moving but not moving. Yeah. And it's just... It's strange. Also, his nose is completely different than his nose when he was younger. For sure. But it's not smaller. I don't want to, you know, again, I know. I, I don't like to weird. shame people for no, their it's, work. It's, it's hard to be. Looks, by the way, he looks amazing. Of course. It's revealed in the show that he's 75, and we lo- looked it up, and he is actually like 76. It's, and he looks freaking amazing. I've always liked Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of Rocky. I, I think it's a c- yeah. classic. I think it's a wonderful film. But you get, you get it can over be unsettling. It's a little bit. It's, <laughs> it can be unsettling. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, I just thought, I mean, if I haven't gone it month without ice cream i'm not gonna throw half the ice cream away just seems do you know he might be maybe he's lactose intolerant i don't know maybe yeah maybe not to be the devil's ice cream advocate (laughs) (laughs) well you know everyone you know there's both sides there's there's two sides you know what there's good people there's good people who are lactose intolerant (laughs) and there's bad people who are lactose intolerant. in that vein because i i feel like tulsa king for me i put in the same uh, basket as you know, Yellowstone, and yeah. are you going to watch the prequel with um, Harrison I have no Ford? Interest, and I have no interest in Yellowstone. Yeah. I have no interest in any prequels. Um, I, I, I love Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren, but yeah. I'm like, it's still a western. Yeah, no interest to me. I only watched Tulsa King because Andrea, Andrea Savage, is yeah. in it, and um, I thought that was sort of exciting. Will you keep watching it? I don't know. Or did the ice cream really just uh, was <laughs> it for you? It wasn't. It, it, I don't know yet. I'm just okay. not sure. It, it, it certainly wasn't. Um, you know, there's some humor to it. Yeah. Um, he has some nice delivery. The writing alone. Yeah. The solid. writing, except for the ice cream thing. Yeah. The writing solid. Okay. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's not, it doesn't completely capture me. But you know, I mean, I still have. Um, have I talked on the show about uh, <laughs> my own my unorthodox life? Have I talked about that on the show? No. I no. Right. So while my mom was dying, I needed something really dumb to watch. Okay. You know, you just need to get your mind off things. Yeah. So I was on Netflix and I happened to see this little ad for something called My Unorthodox Life. Is this about women who leave the faith? It's about one woman. Okay. So 
this woman, it's such a bizarre story. I'm sure they're going to make it into a movie. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, it's already a reality show, but it seems like they should make it into a movie. So this woman, I can't, I'm blanking on her name, was an Orthodox Jew Mm -hmm. in... um, Monsey, New York. Okay. Except every time they said Monsey, I thought they were saying Muncie, like Muncie, Indiana. And I was yeah. like, there's an Orthodox Jewish population in Muncie, Indiana. <laughs> I was really confused. Um, but it's spelled Monsey. Anyway, she left uh, the life. Yes. Four kids. Okay. Um, and in the course of seven years, became the head of Elite Models. It's really fucking weird. What? Yes. Because she doesn't have a business background. She was a housewife. I mean, they don't work. The women don't work. In How that. does that happen? I don't know. They kind of very quickly explain it in the first episode, but it's so quick. Um, she also wrote a book, which I haven't read, so I'm sure it's more detailed in the book. At least on the reality show, she wrote a book. I don't know. I mean, everything is so staged yeah. on the show. But um, so most of it's dumb and reality show stuff and like feels incredibly. Are her kids with her? OK, so that's the interesting thing. So her kids are in different stages of giving up the life. OK, so her oldest daughter, who is married, was married at like 19 because you literally can't touch until yes. after you're married. Her oldest daughter is now an influencer. <laughs> <laughs> but you're supposed to believe and her husband still wears the yarmulke, but obviously they're not orthodox anymore oh wait so her husband left with her and they're no, together no, no. the daughters the daughter, oh, the daughter and her husband, husband. no oh, no, no. Oh. she left her husband her Got husband it. okay okay he's okay right he's still in muncie so her oldest daughter is an influencer and there's this episode where she decides she's not going to wear she's going to wear pants because mm-hmm. you're not allowed to and we're supposed to believe that she's never worn pants before and her husband has a problem with it meanwhile she wears micro mini skirts constantly but yeah. pants are an affront so i mean it really doesn't make any so, i mean i guess the jewish religion or any or any um uh, what's the word um orthodox no but the uh the word for um fundamental fundamental uh, that's sort yeah. of the woman's point is any fundamentalist thing is not a good idea so then she has a her younger daughter who is totally out of it mm-hmm. and is bisexual and is running around in you know short shorts constantly then she has a son named Shlomo who has never been on a date and he just stopped wearing the yarmulke and he's trying he's so he's just so shy and stuff and then she has the youngest son yeah. who's 13 who still lives with a father well they he splits time okay and he's ultra religious oh wow so she's trying to like show him the ways of like the yeah. modern world Here, they look, call game it game boy yeah uh, yeah are there so, still game boys um, that's not really know. super nintendo they, ha- they mean something different now. yeah i meant super nintendo yeah. <laughs> firmly stuck in the 90s with the super nintendo <laughs> i mean i don't even know that to me that sounded totally legit i don't know anything about game PS5, is that a thing? Yes. That's, yes. Is that the current thing? Yes. Nintendo Switch. That might as well be Nintendo an ultra-Orthodox Jew for all I know about. Um, <laughs> I should know these things. They're constantly on my children's Christmas list, but oh, okay. I'm still stuck in the old references. So anyway, I'm obsessed with that show. Yeah. And um, it's so staged and, yeah. and really lame, but I find the religious stuff interesting. It is interesting. And the, and the ex-husband is even like very sweet and... yeah. Anyway, it's 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 pretty anyway. So that's my story. I mean, but, it, they must the fact that they're allowing it to be all filmed. I know, you know, and he's appearing on it as well. I know. must mean he's got some he's, level of flexibility right. he, because. Yes. I remember seeing a documentary um, about 
Orthodox Jews who had left the faith, left the the Orthodox part, part, and, and maybe even the entire religion, but... One woman had lost her children. Yes, she's the woman actually says that the the, the center of the show says that she's extremely fortunate because some people lose their whole families. Yeah, because they they don't you know they don't go through a court system. Yeah, you know they go through the 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 Judaism oh. court. You know, like they go on they they abide by different laws essentially, and like the rabbis or whoever makes the decision well, is she like could sue for custody. I guess, but I think they don't follow the rules of. They're, they're kind of yeah, like, but they live in the United States. They'd have to. I would think they'd have to follow. Well, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It was interesting though because that it was like, well, the husband's going to take the kids, and you're banned. You're screwed. And goodbye. Yeah. I wonder if they can't go. I mean, they could, but maybe they don't allow to to go to the law of the country. I Whereas know, they have to go to like their not, council or it's whatever. It's not like first. Native Americans where they're, it's their own nation. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me, but. I don't know. Maybe they just don't do it. I don't know. Yeah. Well. But I feel like if you're trying to get out of that, you wouldn't follow those rules necessarily. Yeah, that's what I mean. Exactly. So you would think you would sue, but maybe they think it's more disruptive to their children or something. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's like the Scientology thing too. Yeah. They they somehow evade yeah the law and sort of go by their own. You know, it's, but meanwhile, what I really want to know yeah. is if this woman's breasts are real because they're enormous. Yeah, and she's tiny. Mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, I'm I'm not an idiot. I would think that they're fake. Correct. But as Sarah Silverman has once pointed out, she is has heavy Jewish mm-hmm. breasts. Yeah, and the woman said something about gravity. But I guess you, I guess gravity could affect your breasts even if they're fake after a certain well, time. Well, I would say she's also had how many children? Four. Okay. And then... She's they, teeny tiny. And they look pretty big and high? Well, I mean, she's always pushing them up yeah. and stuff, so it's hard to tell what's... I don't know. I'm suspicious. <laughs> this all they, sounds they a little be... sus, as the kids say. <laughs> they can't be real. Yeah. But anyway... They might have been, like, done. I like, think she might have had large breasts that she's had done. Done. What does that mean, done? You know, like, lifted. lifted. And then... But I think at some point, you still have to have... Implants put in. in. Yeah, I yeah, think I so. Think you're right. I think so. I, I, as a small-chested lady, yeah. I don't know, but I think that the rules are you don't get to be <laughs> tiny and have giant breasts and have four kids and right. they still stand up. You're right. You're but right. maybe there's somebody out there who has this situation. Oh, she also has a gay assistant who like is involved in every single part of uh, the family. And she has a, an Italian husband who um, is getting real sick of her not being around. Oh boy! So there's a lot I'm of only drama. In the first se- oh, yeah, I just, this really has, season yeah. one, Real That's Housewives season one. I haven't started season two yet. We speaking of Real Housewives, we have to find out when the Jenna Lyons season's going to come not on. Till yeah, after the new year. Well, point. that's okay. I know. I'm you really know, excited. That's that's good for us because that can be our bonus content. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So speaking of your children's Christmas lists, yes, are they're ten? Yes. Are they? What is the situ- Santa situation? So. Point? They believe, they don't believe. They mostly do, I think. I think they're like, we don't know, we're suspicious, but we kind of still want to keep believing. So we're just going to continue to believe. I love it. So, you know. But then do you have gifts that are from you guys and also from Santa? We do. Yeah. We do. We do both. And we have have some photos of Santa delivering gifts in our house. 
um, from a couple years ago, and Benji always likes to go look at those photos and try to prove they're faked. Is Santa 6'2 with blonde hair? No. 6'4, sorry? No, it's not Sven. Okay. So... Um, there, there's an, there's a service you can, like an app you can do to have a Santa Claus in your house. No, it's really cool, and like he's coming out of your chimney, he's at your tree, he's dropping off gifts. It's wonderful. You just take a picture of your own yes. house and somehow it puts the Santa in yes. there. Yes, they don't know that. That's how it is. So, oh my God, that's amazing. It's wonder. It's really amazing. And Benji's like, this isn't real. Somehow you guys faked this. I can tell, but he can't figure it out. So we're like, how do you know? Oh my God. Then you prove it, Benjamin. But he can't. So he's just like, hmm. Wow. So, it's a deep fake. Yeah. It, it, this starts to feel a little weird, though, when they start getting older, yeah. because then you're just like, Ly- I'm lying actively to lying to yeah. them. So what I do is now, because he'll say, Mom. Is Santa real? Uh-huh. And I'll say, what do you think? Right. And he'll say, I don't know. But then that stops. So, you know, I, I don't press it further. Right. Like, because yeah. at this age, they're probably talking to their friends and yeah. some of them say it's, he's not real. I think they know. I, th- I mean, I think they kind of know. They're not dummies, but I think they just kind of want to keep believing. So yeah. that's fine with, with all of us. And then the other day he goes, uh, last year I heard a helicopter on our roof. <laughs> And I think Santa Santa's rides in a, heli- a chopper. I think he, I think he actually rides a helicopter now. Oh! And I was like, all right. So it's okay. very funny the logic. the logic that they use. Um, they've been watching the show. Do you guys know? I think you know about the show, Garen, because I think you mentioned it in the past. Heartstopper. Oh God! Yeah, 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 yeah. What's that? It's this teen gay romance. Yeah. It's English. It's so... That was so redundant. <laughs> English gay romance. I don't know. It just all sounds like the same word. Uh-huh. It's so lovely. Yeah. And Alex discovered it. Uh-huh. And she was like, Benji, you're not going to like this show. It's all romance. And I was like, he likes romance. As long as there's not singing. If people start singing, <laughs> he, draws the line. he cannot take it. But like... So we were all watching That's so it. so funny. He just, he's like, I don't like the singing. He's like, people aren't supposed to break into song. You know what? There's two kinds of people in this yes. world. People who accept musicals and people who don't accept musicals. He and it's just does the way it is. not. Yeah. Unless it's The Greatest Showman. He loves that movie. Huh. Loves it. Because it's, um, I, I don't know. I think he just Wolverine? thinks, I think it's, he thinks Hugh Jackman's really cool. Well, he is. You know? But I mean, that. It's just the same as any other. You There's know, a lot of breaking out. He's ten. He doesn't yeah, know yet right. what he likes. Right. But uh, so <laughs> we we were all watching it. We just kind of binged it yesterday because Benji was sick, and then you know he didn't go to school this morning. And I he was in Alex's room, like under piles of blankets. <laughs> and uh, I said, you know, you can watch TV. You can't watch YouTube because they uh-huh. put YouTube on the TV for soccer, uh-huh. so they could watch the World Cup. He's like, all right. So I go in to go in the shower, and then I look in, and then there he is all alone just watching Heartstoppers. Oh. <laughs> and it was so cute. He's just, like, watching oh, this sweet. teen boy romance. <laughs> so it's, um, is it like a soap opera, sort of? No, it's, it's, it's very sweet and lovely. And, I mean, I think it, you don't have to watch it with a kid. I mean, it's, no, no, no. it's, it's not. It, I cried every single oh. episode. How old are the kids in the show? 
high school. 14, 15? So it's not graphic. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. no. It's very sweet, very sweet, very oh, love story. That's so sweet. It's, what yeah. a great thing to have yeah. exist. It's, it's really, I love that they're seeing it because I love, I don't, you know, I don't know what my kids are interested in in right. that regard, but I love that these examples exist for them to see these Just like normal, normal, you know, there's not, a, there's still some elements where you see that if you're a kid who is gay, it's difficult and mm-hmm. there's, but it's mostly just lovely. And then Alex found this other show called uh, First Day. Have you guys heard of this so- this show? No, uh-uh. heard of. First Day, it's Australian and it's about a girl who's trans and has to go, um, she has her first experience being able to you know, be a girl presenting uh-huh. in high school and, you know, had to at her old school be present as Tommy as a boy. And uh-huh. so now she's going as a girl for the first time. And it's all her concerns about people finding out. And then the bully from her old school shows uh. up and knows that she's uh, trans. Boy. And then the sort of school finding out she's trans and sort of the experience of a trans child um, who has her parents' support, and it's mostly really lovely, but also there's some elements of, like, other kids dealing with a trans student, yeah. her dealing with her own experience being trans, but, like, both my kids watch that as well. And I love that these shows exist. Absolutely. You know, and that they're, like, out in the world for other kids who who may be going through that, and also just kids who, who aren't trans can watch them, too, to see, like... It's just another story. This is another story. Another, it's normalized. Yeah. And it, it's not presented comedically. Correct. Like when I was growing up, hey, oh. there was nothing really. Yeah. I mean, there was what, Jim J. Bullock, but I was too young to even know that. But then we had Will and Grace, but everything was a joke. It was all yes. comedy. Yes. These yeah. shows are real, you know, real experiences. presented like, like a normal drama or whatever, right. but it's not, you know, a joke. It's not, everything's not just, haha, look how goofy or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's this amazing. is what it's like to live in this body and yeah. so do the kids ask you questions or is it just like it's so second nature to this not, generation not really, really yeah. not, not really because they also have they have students at their school who um have changed their names uh-huh. who go by they okay who aren't i don't know if they have any kids who are trans necessarily but they definitely have like you know non-binary non-binary kids who are you know uh, who are gay, who are bi, who yeah. are figuring it out. Right. And they're very just like, yeah, that's normal. To them, it's like, that's normal. Yeah. That's so, what I figured at this point. I mean, at least in Los Angeles, I'm not saying everywhere in the country. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it's like in other places. And and we're not even in the the most tolerant Yeah, you place. said your area is a little conservative. It can be a little conservative where we are, but I think the school we're in is very like open-minded, luckily. So they ha- the kids haven't had any troubles no, Those I mean, kids. you know what? Benji has had a kid call him gay a couple times yeah. <laughs> because of like him dancing or something. Right. But there's always going to be a kid who's a jackass. Right. Absolutely. Everywhere. Yeah. Who thinks it's funny to call someone gay, like right. that it's an insult to call someone right. gay. And so we've had that conversation where it's like, well, there's nothing wrong with being gay. Right. And the kid is growing up in a home where maybe. Right. He's not That's learning. He's being taught. He's being taught those things. It's it's really not his fault that yeah he's making these kinds. But of... in a few years, you can call him an asshole because yes. he'll be old enough to yeah <laughs> look. The kid's an asshole. The kid's um, an asshole. We know that when he did his book report on Donald Trump. So oh, <laughs> is that true? <laughs> yeah, they had, like all the kids had to do like a report on somebody they admired, and they made like a figure of it. No, and like Alex did Billie Eilish, and Benji did I think 
LeBron James. Uh-huh. It was like someone from history or pop culture. Okay. Kids did like Susan B. Anthony and yeah. this kid did Donald Trump. And I was like, of course, he's the kid that treats everyone in class like shit. That's amazing. Yeah. What did he say? What, what did he cite? I, I mean, like I had to cite all Breitbart. And I don't even know. I don't even <laughs> Fox know. News. I don't even know. The storm. <laughs> but, you know, it's like he's the kid who made, made all the kids cry because they all adopted a spider in the class that was like in the corner and they named the spider and the spider had babies and then he stomped on <gasps> it. Oh, he's a sociopath. So I just think, you know, I oh, think geez. he's, you know, you're going to have a bully. Yeah. That's just. <sighs> Wow. How it goes. That is sad. Yeah. Way to bring it down, Kimmel. I know it. Mm. Well. But then again, he is our next president, so let's, let's, let's show respect. Where the kid there. is our next president? Or, or Trump. Trump will be our next president? <laughs> yeah. I have a gift for Garen. Oh! oh. <laughs> Yay, gift time. gift, and I... You know how much I know about superheroes, right? Yes. Um... Yeah, you're you're king nerd. I think I've established that <laughs> yeah. over many episodes. Oh, the bag. Oh, this the is, Justice League bag. This is for you. Thank you. Should I open it now? I know you yes. guys can't see it, but it's a Justice League gift bag. Oh. It has <laughs> Superman. And it is Wonder Woman. The The very oh, famous it's even better in person. Garden Squirrel Sweatshirt. I'm gonna take a photo. Oh my god! It's such a good pink, that isn't is a it? Though good pink. Yeah, I think this so. This is too. the hyacinth, right? Yes, hyacinth is the color. Yeah, hyacinth, yeah. hyacinth, hyacinth. It's a flower. That oh, by the way, really yes, cool. having a loved one die is a really good time to figure out that everyone in your family is allergic to flowers. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> We've had to put these oh, gorgeous like people are bouquets. taking flowers to your house and then yes. all of you can't stand it. We have it. to put them outside. Oh. Well, and also a lot of the flower, I mean, a lot of death flowers uh-huh. are like the ones with lilies and lilacs and those is kind. Is that ones are the Those most... are very allergen producing <sighs> for people who are sensitive. Jesus. We yeah. were all like... Oh no. Yeah. I mean, they look very nice on the porch, yeah. but it just, it's so next, sad. Now, next time you can say, in lieu of flowers, please make Cash. a donation yeah, <laughs> to my Venmo. <laughs> right. <laughs> please subscribe to How to Survive. I still like them. Yeah. They're beautiful. Yeah. I just, because the, the, the one that came, it's so beautiful. And yeah. I'm not allergic to that one, but Jimmy uh, apparently is. So, also a lot of action going on at the house today. Um, a, what is sure to be a failed attempt to capture one of the cats. Oh, boy. Because one of the cats has a bum leg. Okay. Did Jimmy talk about this on Never Not Funny? Mm-mm. Oh, he didn't? No. One I can't the, believe he's not talking about the cats more on Never Not Funny. I actually am kind of surprised. One of the cats has a bum leg. So we like feel an like... an injury. An injury. Yeah. We don't know what's wrong with it. Okay. Um, Jimmy keeps hoping that's like just a thorn in its paw, okay. but who knows what it is. So we're trying to capture one. Okay. So he got a, you know, one of those capture crates, uh, like the a metal tra- the metal traps, the trap. Mm-hmm. But the gray one kept trying to go near it. Yeah. Because the gray one is the one that is he's the bully. He eats yeah. first. He's he, like, I'm gonna get that food in that trap. <sighs> right. But Jimmy put the other food out. Also, it just it's not gonna work. It's okay. Just, it's a mess, and they're just staring at us. And then the other two <laughs> cats in the neighborhood yeah. showed up. It's just. It's a yeah. fucking menagerie, and yeah. it's 
I'm like, I'm glad I'm going to go do a show today because I can't be around here for this. Was his plan to take it to the vet then? Yes. Okay. No, his plan was to wring its neck. Because I'm like, <laughs> to put it out of its misery. No, his plan, They. I mean, I think they need to go to the vet anyway to get um, spayed and neutered. Yeah. But there aren't any vouchers left in Los Angeles. No. It's, which is really weird. Yeah. I thought that was just a thing like to it's help really control hard. the population. Oh, we tried You've this. tried, okay. Well, when we were getting Mama mama Cat yeah. spayed, neutered, yes. whichever one it is for the female, um, it was, I went, for hours I went online trying to yes. find like a low-cost place because they're always like, get them, we'll do it for free. Right. And they're so overrun. Right. That it's there aren't any more. There, there, there yeah. just aren't any more. And so we found the lowest cost place we could in Highland Park. And how at, much was that? Uh, 150 Oh, okay. So there are places that you can pay a lower cost. Okay. And there's like, I can, you know, there's lists that I right. can send you for that. But, you know, otherwise a regular vet is, I think we're going to end up paying like $500 for our Jeez. cat. It's a lot. But anyway, Jimmy's thought was first, let's just take care of this, mm-hmm. get the get him fixed, get his leg fixed. If, yes. If, but that could be a lot of money too that we're not necessarily going to spend. Yeah. So I'm not really sure. It's, it's kind of a dark. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should never have started feeding them. I don't know. You're, you're doing the right thing. I don't know. No, you're, he's trying to catch the cat, not the possum that's pretending to be a cat. That picture? <laughs> oh my gosh. Can I please put yes, that? Yes, of I, course I put you that can. In the newsletter and it's share a, it. So sometimes. It's so funny. We, there's food at night that's left, and this gigantic possum comes and just waddles up mm-hmm. and eats the cat food. And hangs out with the cats. I mean, they don't really seem to be bothered by it. But that cat's face is like, (laughs) "Uh, do you see what's behind me? Hello. It's gigantic. And we have have glass doors, so we see them, and we're like right next to them. But, you know, and they see us, but they can't get in. But Jimmy likes possums, whereas, of course, I'm naturally terrified of all rodents. Oh, I guess they're not rodents. That's funny that he likes possums. He thinks they're sweet Mm -hmm. and that... Because they're ugly, people give them a bad rap. That's and so true. he has a lot of empathy for the possum, uh-huh. which is very sweet. It is. I just... They freak me out. Freak out. And this one is... Ju- you saw it. It's gigantic. Yeah. It's gigantic. It's it, a big I mean, it, it's like the size of a small pig. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just... <laughs> right? It's huge. So, anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever he catches, he's on his own. You know what? Let him handle this. I know. It's just that there doesn't seem to be a solution. Because if the gray one gets in there... And the thing is, the one we have to capture, the black one, yeah. he's more skittish than the other one. Yeah. So it's going to be kind of impossible to get him in there. You never They're know. You just have to grab him. But I don't think you can grab him because he's so skittish. You know what? <sighs> Maybe Jimmy's going to just handle this. That would be so lovely if I came home and it was handled. It might be. But after dealing with my mom, I was like, this is on you. Yeah, I'm not yeah. touching this. Yeah. I can't. Sometimes you just have to like wash your hands of certain I'm things. Washing and, my hands and be like, my this is your thing yeah. to manage. Right. Right. I have a gift for you. Oh, I get a gift too. Yours is Aww. a two part gift. Okay. That just means it has two things in it. <laughs> okay. It's not a sequel. So I'm handing Do Danielle I have to a gift bag. For, okay. It is very pretty. And, oh. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, my God. It's gorgeous. It's the How to Survive water bottle, and it's fantastic. It looks good, right? It's great, and it's really um, big. It's, it's not too tall. It's, like, fat. It's, That's, um, like, legit. It's legit, right? I love it. Here. 
I promise you guys, we're not just advertising our own merch for this. No, it's, it's we're excited about the oh, merchandise because so it looks really pretty. good. This is the Nathan Diffie <gasps> art that he made for us just for fun, like to be nice because he's the best. And oh, uh, it's a sports. Um, we put it on a on a water bottle, like aluminum water bottle. Oh, and but the, it's really good it, quality. It looks good, and the bottle's nice, right? I didn't know yes. because I had sent a water bottle to Dorothea, you know, friend of the show. Yes. Um, at some point, because she, as a thank you, at some point I gifted her uh-huh. uh, a water bottle, and she was like, it's so great, but I had never gotten one for myself. Yeah. And uh, so I never knew, you know, what they were like. Yeah. And um, I know you guys might think they just send us all kinds of free merchandise. No, no, but no. They we don't. have to pay for we it. We have to pay yeah. for it. So um, it's, I was really happy to see. There's another little thing in there. Oh, inside. Say back. Okay. Yep. So I, I'm going to bring this to Pickleball. And nice. then explain to all the old, all yes. the Ventas what. Um, okay. I Oh, okay. All right. And then it'll be Chris's turn to open her present. Okay. Just oh, a little, a, a little something, something. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm already reading it. Oh, you are? Yes. It came on the, thank you though. She, yeah. she got me the talented Mr. Ripley, but I just got it on my, what do you call it? Kindle. Libby. Libby. On my, well, on my iPad. You can but just, thank you. I can just take it back then. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> I don't want you to waste money, so. I mean, I it's my copy. Oh, okay. I okay. just then I, yes, you, yeah. you take it back then. Here. I don't. I unless you want to. Unless you want the copy. No, I don't need a hard copy. It's okay. Or Garen, if you would like to read it. I've never read it. You should take it. It's really good. If, I'm, if you, yeah, you, I'm in the middle. It's so anxiety producing because you're just like, what if you just didn't do all those things <laughs> that are yeah. going to get you in trouble? Yeah, yeah. But it is interesting. Okay, so now Chris can open hers. When you're done reading The Talented Mr. Ripley, I encourage you to read up on Patricia Highsmith. She's like a nut job, right? She's, she's like little, really conservative she, or something weird? She's or? she's a, She was a closeted, well, maybe not closeted lesbian, but she oh. was gay okay. in a time when, you know, it wasn't really okay to be gay. Uh-huh. Um, and I think a lot of her uh, personality was similar to oh she's like uh, cuckoo to this character oh fascinating yeah I mean the way she's written about is really like wow she was not likable oh wow but I also liked that you know you could she was a woman who didn't care about being liked um and and sort of wrote a lot about um well, and also that, well, you know what? I don't want to say too much okay, because yeah, I don't no, want to give anything I've, I've away about the book. Just, this is so fantastic. I'm ex- so I know. excited. I know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, right, this, I'm, this gift is just a silly thing that I saw that I thought, well, I would like this, so I hope Chris oh, will like it as well. Well, I'm excited. It's really cute paper. Um, yeah, so just do a little bit of reading up on Patricia Highsmith when you uh I will. I finish. look forward and to And she that. also wrote, you know, I don't know if you ever saw the movie Carol, Oh, I haven't seen it. I want to see Did it now. Did she write that? Yeah, that's based on a book she wrote. Oh, I didn't know that. So now no, I want to see Carol because of, oh, okay. of that. Oh, my gosh. I love this. On this day in history, shit went down. James fell. So and there's just a train yeah. coming out of a building, which is, you know, right in my wheelhouse. It's all just like crazy things that have gone down in history, like real things, but it's told in this like, and then you wouldn't fucking believe what happened next. Mae West was sent to jail for corrupting the morals of youth with her first Broadway play. When participation in the Hitler Youth became mandatory in Germany, groups of teen pirates rebelled. 
Muhammad Ali refused to drop bombs and bullets on brown people in Vietnam. Oh, I love this. Yeah, I thought it would be f- kind of fun. Yeah, no, like a this little, shit just... goes down every single day of the year, year after year. Sometimes it's a battle that changes the course of history. Other times it's a life-saving medical advancement. Does that go like day by day or something? Like, This is really I don't fun. know. No, I'm going to love Because it's called On This Day in History. I don't know. Maybe it is. I think it is. Might be that. March 12th, 1938. Anschluss is German for unification. Many refer to the joining of Austria with Germany prior to World War II as an annexation, the forcible acquisition of a state. But judging how Austrians filled the streets on March 12, 1938, to cheerfully welcome the fucking Nazis marching into their country, (laughs) the word annexation doesn't quite fit. And then they're going to talk about a bunch of Nazis. Hitler stuff, yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll do yours is May 21st. 21st. I wish they had history books like this when I was a kid because I'm I know. into this, this aggressive know. language. Yeah, and it's just like little bits <laughs> at a time. There's a certain cachet to having your Wikipedia bio listed as you listed bio list you as disappeared rather than proclaim you dead. Although Amelia Earhart was born in 1897, so it's certain she's not still doing the Gilligan's Island thing somewhere in the Pacific. Today is the anniversary of when a dude with fucked up ideas about racial purity who also cheated on his wife a whole bunch first flew the Atlantic solo. Five years to the day later, a much cooler person did it. Let's focus on her. Oh, yours is about Amelia Earhart. You won. Yeah, you won. I've I've started reading this book um, by Allie Smith called Companion Piece, which I really I love her. She's an English writer. But uh, in the book, she she talks about how. uh, Oh, Jesus. My brain. (laughs) It's like, I can't remember anything anymore. I know. I've, I've become Walter Koenig. <laughs> We've all, we're all a little bit Walter you know that Koenig, uh, You yeah. know that poet? Who's the poet? His name's like C.C. D.H. Lawrence. Yeah. C.S. Lewis. C.C.H. Pounder. C.C. DeVille? <laughs> Guys. C.C. DeVille. Anyway, I can't think of the name of this poet who has really- Michael J. Fox. Really, it's, it, oh, it's Michael J. Fox. Yeah. He has really short poems and his name's like C.C. something. Okay. Anyway, I really liked his poetry. It's like, I know two poets, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and one's a white guy. And one you don't know the name of. And, and I don't know his name. <laughs> Robert and, Frost. And then you find out, oh yeah, he was kind of a anti-Semitic. Right. And, and talked about like racial purity in some of his poems yeah. and sucked as a person. And yeah. you're like, oh, they all did. Yeah, they all did. They all did. Everybody you think is great <laughs> sucked. A lot of them. Most of them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you just gotta know. set them all on fire and... Yeah, or just, I don't know, if it's, I guess if it's older, I'm more likely to separate the art from the artist as opposed to someone in my lifetime where I don't separate the art from the artist. And maybe that's not fair. I don't know. I think you can, I I think it doesn't have to be black and white. You know, like we were talking about Hemingway at some point in this writer's group. Uh And there was a young man who stood up. Very young. And he was like, you know, he, why are we supposed to respect his work when he's so, uh, you know, he talks about women in this way that seems very misogynist and and, and denigrating in the work. And um, not to brag, it was George Saunders who was leading the group. Oh, Was like, that's fair. Yes. That's a valid point. However... This is how men talked about women in that right. time period. It's not like he was this monster. Right. Who they was, were all monsters. They were that's how women were viewed. It was, the, viewed. Culture. It was right. the culture of the time. And I also think it's not it's important to not 
say, well, we're not going to read that anymore because I think we have to remember yeah, what yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. so we don't do that again. Right. You know, it's important to sort of say. Well, also, there might still be artistic merit to and, what he wrote, regardless of. Have you seen Tar yet? No, I want to. Did there, you watch it? I really liked it. Okay. I really, really liked it. Um, I've been told by yeah. many people to see it. But anyway, there's a similar sort of uh, uh, argument that takes place in that in uh, one of the scenes so about you know witnessing people from or maybe it's in more than one scene but anyway so that's sort of interesting I think yeah it's it's I think we've talked about this before it's like this idea of Woody Allen movies it's like I don't think you have to say you can't watch them but I think you watch them and you point out look what a, yeah look what he's see how he is with young women right. but see that's what I mean if it's someone in my lifetime I'm less likely to give them that um, license because I don't want to see his movies. Anymore. I don't either. But I, even I, the movies I liked, I don't want to I go back either. and see them because it's it's just too upsetting because it's too present. I know, as opposed to this uh, this poet who you've made up because E. E. Cummings. E. E. Cummings. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, I agree. I I don't want to see his movies yeah. anymore either. But I think there's a time in the future when sure. my, when you know Alex is going to be 17 or Benji's going to be that age yeah. and they're going to want to watch one for right. whatever reason and I'm going to say yeah let's watch one together but let's talk about who he was right. let's talk about how he's treating well, women that's, that's the other thing is that his movies are so autobiographical and yeah. so disturbing in the exact same way he's disturbing yeah. that it's not even like you can separate it and I don't think I don't think I would have to sit down with my kids and talk about they, it because they're going to they see it, it. Yeah. they're going to be like why this did people crazy. love these movies? Yeah. They're so disturbing. Like, he's so awful. Why did anybody think he was great? I would right. imagine, based on the way they're growing up and what they're being exposed yeah. to. All right. Garen, you have one more gift. Yay. By the way, I just looked up E.E. E. Cummings before you said it. Thank you. Give it to you, but you got it. That's why we pay the big bucks. So your memory is working. Do you want me to read the card? Sure. Yeah. A little something. It's Santa. Oh, my God. To put the Merry in your Christmas. Merry Christmas and thank you for all you. Oh, thank you. It's an Uber gift card. Uber gift card. We got to get Gary he, here. He, <laughs> right. It's just, you can only use it to go back and forth to, to this to job. That's it. Not for job That's, interviews anywhere no. else. No. Not for. Who's interviewing me? Not to other podcasts. <laughs> are those uh, new glasses? Those purple glasses? No. Oh, those oh, are nice. A couple months. A okay. few months. New-ish. <sighs> Not observant. I think you're very observant. Not so observant, I wear a wig, but that's an Orthodox Jewish joke. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I know, get the it observant, now. Yes, they I wear got wigs. it. I got it. Um, I did not know that. Yeah. I used to have a joke in my act about because, you know, like Jews are trying to pull one over on God because the whole idea is that you're not supposed to, you're supposed to be modest. So even the, you're, I know it's so fucking crazy. <laughs> so the women aren't supposed to show their, their, their hair, their anything to God. But the hair thing is, that's why I said pull a fast one, because it's not like they're wearing a, a handkerchief or something. They wear wigs. They wear their So hair. it looks, yeah. except it doesn't. It always looks horrible. It's this that big. interesting. It's puffy. Because we lived in the Orthodox Jewish neighborhood. Yeah. On, uh, in, when we lived in sort of Hancock Park adjacent yeah. near Hollywood. And it was very um, prominent Orthodox Jewish neighborhood. Yeah. And it's just like. So many women the with same big wig, like big, because yeah. they have a lot of hair usually right. to begin with. It's very yeah. thick. So then they're covering that with another yeah. big pile of thick 
right. dark hair. And that's what, whenever I get my hair cut, I come out looking like I'm wearing one of those wigs. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Every time. You know what I would say? What? It's good news that you have so much hair. I guess it just, they always do it in this, I'm like, I look like I should be wearing a long jean skirt to a to an exercise class. <laughs> oh, just, I used to have, when I taught yoga, I used to have those women come to my exercise, my, my yoga classes, and I would feel so bad for them trying to get into poses in those yeah. long ass skirts. But they were allowed to wear leggings under the skirt, yes, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. It just was so many clothes. It's so many clothes. In like hot, hot LA. And then they'd have the wig on too, I guess. And the, yeah, and the long sleeve, like long black sleeves. Yeah. And I'm like, man, how are you not dying? It's banana times. Yeah. To each his own, I guess. But it's, it's, it's fucking bananas. I think most fundamentalists. Well, yes, stuff that's is, what I mean. It's all the same, but it's, it's bananas. Yeah. And it's oppressive to women. Which they, is the point yeah. that what's her face was trying to make to. Aram, Aram, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. spelled Aaron, but it's not. It's well, I've spelled Aaron without one A, but it, the, the youngest boy. Anyway, just watch the show. I mean, <laughs> just watch it so I have someone to talk about this stupid show with. I'll try. I just don't know. It's Netflix. I want to ask the three of you. The three of you. I guess I'm going to include You're myself yourself, in yeah. that. Favorite TV show of the year since this is kind of a wrap-up of the year okay show. the problem is i never know what year shows came out that's okay just something that you watched this did, year that was your favorite thing did um oh i can't remember what it's called well of course succession sure but uh what's the <sighs> walter adam scott show oh severance. severance did severance come out this year i think so that was my favorite show. You know what um, is kind of exciting? What? Is they're borrowing a lot of stuff from Sven's store. <gasps> they are? Yeah. Oh, how exciting. So some of this furniture, you know, that office space obviously has yeah. a very mid-century feel. So they're getting <gasps> stuff from his store. So when they borrow it, that's mm-hmm. like a rental fee? Yeah. As opposed to, okay. Yeah. So that's good. Does he make, a, does he do a lot of movie stuff? De- a decent amount. Stuff? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Do they like credit him in the credits and stuff? So people no, can... I don't think. Well, actually, I don't know that. Probably not. I don't know if he I don't think he gets credited in the in the credits, but that's it's just a fun little that's piece great. of hot goss. And then does the stuff come back? Hopefully in yeah. great shape. Yeah, it, it usually does. If, if not, they have to pay for it. Do they rent it per week or something or per month? It depends on, sometimes it's for a season because uh, if they want it in the whole entire show and sometimes it's just for like a couple weeks, but I'll see if I can find out what, um, what they got so we can look for it on the show. There there was something that was rented for the Harry Styles concert. So Alex and I got to see it on the stage. (gasps) That's cool. It was for his opening guy. So it wasn't actually, it was taken off before Harry came Uh out, but Alex was like, that's my Ouch. Like oh, she was so, so excited. Cute. It was really cute. So yeah, Severance Succession. Um, I'm sure there's other things. What about you? I really loved White Lotus. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't think I was going to love this season as much as I did. And then it just really hooked me. Okay. Um, yeah. Succession for sure. I think the the, the reveal scene with uh, Karen Culkin... <sighs> Was one of my favorite the moments. Yeah, in one of the funniest things history. I've ever seen. I His, laughed. I mean, Jesus Christ, that was one of my Genius. favorite things ever of yeah. all time. And gosh, I'm sure there are, there's so many other things I can't think of right now that I really love. All right. So speaking of White Lotus, if you can find this clip from SNL this past week, that Chloe Feynman 
is a goddamn genius. Oh, does she do Jennifer? She does Jennifer Coolidge. Coolidge. It's it's Jennifer Coolidge is, is amazed at yeah. Christmas things. Okay, and it's just a stocking. What? <laughs> That's so crazy. But she's so dead. On. Did you see Yours it? This is pretty good. It's it it makes you just stare in amazement. Yeah. Like I do appreciate impressions. I don't. I know it's not like the same as coming up with your own character, but it's so wildly perfect yeah. that you're just like in awe. You, you've got to watch it. Okay. It's so good. I'm she's excited. A, she's a treasure. Yes. Chloe Fineman. <laughs> she is. She's a treasure. I'm Protect excited. her at all costs. Yeah. Protect her at a rapper and bubble wrap. <laughs> okay. All right. Garen, do you have favorite a favorite? Favorite shows? It's Heartstopper. Oh, Heartstopper would that's great. My favorite one. Yeah. It, it's just a joy to watch. Did you ever watch the Irish show called I think it's called Normal People or Ordinary People oh I read, I read the book oh you did I love that writer okay Sally so, Rooney Sa- Sally Rooney yeah I have not read the book mm-hmm. the show I know that wasn't this year but that okay oh my god that'll drain you of every uh, tear in your body okay well it did me I thought it yeah. was fantastic I'll watch it yeah 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 that's was, a really I'm good one I'm a big fan of her of her books another of her books conversations with friends was also turned into a show oh okay um and i liked that book a lot as well oh wait better things i can't not mention better things yes i still haven't watched that one of my favorite all-time shows of all times yes yes yeah yes i think that's some of the best television out there so i don't know underseen is the right word but underappreciated i don't know it's every time it was on for many seasons right five seasons yeah Yeah. a lot but i I think it's a gem a little gem of yeah i gotta try that again yeah. I mean, not again. I haven't watched it, but I've got to try that. It's it's so good and and perfect. And anyone who has complicated children, especially, will uh, appreciate it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. She gotcha, gotcha. for sure does, and it just makes you feel like I'm not alone You're in the seen. world. Yeah, that's a really good one. I right, what... works on that show or worked on it. She was. Uh, I used to work with her. She played her agent or her manager. What's yeah, her, her I can't think Rebecca, of that actress's name. Rebecca Matz is her name. She's. Wonderful. I know that name. She's wonderful. Yeah, Rebecca she's Metz? We have to yeah. have her on the show. I feel like I know that name. You would know her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. A lot of great Twitter. people on that show. Oh, it, One of the best cast shows, I think. So great. And it's got people that you know, but you don't see them as you know, know them. Like, they're so good in their characters that they are these... Oh, okay. It feels like just job, a real world. Yeah. You're like, it, this, is, yeah. this is her life. We're just watching someone's life. Okay. But it, in an entertaining way. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. For sure. Funny, sad. Just, it's just, per, it's a perfect show. And does she do the whole thing as Bobby? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> that's it. I'll get my son to watch it. Um, oh, there was actually a really good episode of Bob's Burgers last week. It was one of the best episodes yet. I've ever seen of Bob's oh, Burgers. I haven't seen it yet. It was really funny and actually really touching. Aw, I love Bob's Burgers. The ki- the kids all had individual like Christmas um, performance type things yeah. they had to go to. And so the parents had to figure out how to go to all of them. And um, it was really good. Okay. It's really, really good. Did I you see it, Garen? No, I love do that Do you watch show, that show? Oh, you do? Okay. I yeah, don't need really to see The Simpsons anymore. Yeah. Really? I mean, Benji wants to always watch both right. on like Sundays. He's like... So excited because he's like, there's a new Simpsons, there's a new Bob's Burgers, we all got to sit down and watch it. And I'm always like, I can skip the Simpsons. Um, And I just think Bob's Burgers is really knocking it out of the park. It's so good. So good. All right. Well, speaking of knocking it out of the park, I'm going to take some urine out of my (laughs) 
bladder and <laughs> take a little breaky poo. Take a breaky poo. And we'll poo. be right back with I think no guests. No guests. more stuff. Maybe some letters from letters. people that wrote in. Let's do it. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Welcome back to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. I am Danielle and I'm stuck to the chair. I have sort of bat wing like a sweater on today and it got a little bit. Um, anyway, you could play a villain in a superhero movie. Yes. I was like, like bat, bat girl. Yes. Like theater teacher. Like theater teacher. Oh, do I look like a theater teacher? No, no, no in a me. good way. It's 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 very fashionable and very like. Okay, all right. Like yeah, the it's, cool it's a good, teacher. Yeah. Basically, this is what happened. My hair. I woke up and my hair was filthy. Mm-hmm. It's not like it wasn't filthy yesterday. It's not like a shock. I just thought, you know, how sometimes you can get away with it. Yeah. And I couldn't today, so I had to put it up. This is my last day. Right. And then tomorrow I'll have to wash it. So putting up putting it up meant oh that'll look good with a turtleneck. Mm-hmm. Turtleneck meant turtleneck bat wing sweater. Yeah. yeah. With um, a shirt underneath because I can't have a quarter of my arms exposed. It's too cold. Plus the orthodox. Plus the orthodox thing. Yeah. yeah. No, I get it. Oh, I should just put, put my wig on today. That would have solved everything. <laughs> I wore. So you guys remember my Christmas sweater? I think I wore it here last week. The big yes. giant sweater. Yes, 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 that yes. I wore for my Christmas picture. So I went to a party over the weekend. Bragger. I know. Did you have a goat at your party? Because I went to a party and there was a goat. Oh, no. Yeah, Damn. There was a goat to pet and he was wearing a Christmas sweater. I'm jealous now. Yep. My story's going to suck. Okay, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to steal I'm, your no, thunder. There's no thunder now. Okay, so you wore it to a party. <laughs> and I just need you to know, in that sweater, I sang Metallica karaoke. Nice. <laughs> was it at a home or was yeah, it at an yeah. establishment? Okay, it, it, was, it was at a home. And I sang, uh, what, which Metallica song was it? One of the popular ones. I don't really know Metallica. I'm sure I would know the song, but I couldn't for uh, the life of me name a Metallica song. I sang it with Lizzie Cooperman. Nice. Who was dressed, you know, very sexy. Because right. it's Lizzie. Because she's Lizzie. And yeah. she's usually dressed pretty sexy. And I was in this big, Great, love it, giant, like, you know, very uh, Finland-y, like, yes. Huga-type thick sweater. Yeah. <laughs> And Sven had gone to the bathroom, uh-huh. so he didn't know what song we were going to pick. And, you know, Metallica's like his band. Right, because of his band. Because his metal past. What's it called again? Miscarriage? <laughs> how did I forget that? I don't know. Literally, how, how did I forget that? It's it's good because it gets to be a surprise again. It, it's a shock. Right? Like, like a miscarriage. It hits yes. me hard. Yeah. It has uh, ramifications. Yes, that I'll never get over. And you don't know if you should feel relief, right, or sadness. Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was my experience with my. And the blood comes through my ears instead of other. Places. Oh, that's that happened. I'm thinking if I heard miscarriage, oh, my ears might start bleeding. They might bleed. I could bring some in for you to listen to. Not actual miscarriage. No, I'm the good. band. Um, should we? Move on or oh, <laughs> she picked up her phone. I swear to God, I thought you had audio of you singing. <gasps> oh, I Metallica. have. I do. Oh, okay. Is it any good? Sven, no. Okay. No, no, it's bad. Can you well, sing? tell us what song it was? Can I sing? Well, yeah. you've heard. I mean, the, I know you can sing on the theme song. You've heard my singing, yeah. so you know the answer. Can you sing Metallica? I think you kind of yell, shout it. That's what right. I did. I mean, okay. that's why I was. I was like, you know what? I think karaoke. You're either gonna be bad. 
Yeah. Or you're going to think you're good, but you're still going to be bad. Mm. I hadn't had that yeah. much to drink. I'd only had like a beer and a half. Okay. So I wasn't in that zone of like, I'm going to belt out Stevie Nicks and everybody's going to love it. Yeah. You know, like I wasn't, I didn't have any mixed drinks. So I was like pretty sober and I thought, you know what? I'm just going to have fun and I'm going to commit to it. And who cares? Sadly, there's no amount of alcohol that exists in the world that can make me feel comfortable doing karaoke. I just had fun. I didn't know. I'm glad I I knew it it didn't sound good, but I didn't care. That's not the point. No. Okay. What Stevie Nicks song would you have done if you were in that? Leather and Lace. Oh, but I might have even sung the Don Henley part (laughs) because I think that might be note wise easier for me. to. And then Lizzie would sing the. But Stevie, yeah, part. she's probably more of a Stevie Nicks. You know, she yeah, she's tarot, a little witchy. You know, she does the whole tarot thing. Okay. So. That was the song for my mom's second wedding. No, leather, leather and lace. lace. Oh my god! Yeah. I Wait love a second. That. When you I say the song, that. like the song they did they their first to? dance to, it was their theme. You in wait, the wait, moonlight. Wait, wait, wait. Back up. Back, back. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Back up. George Costanza. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> You, okay, so was the invitation black and lacy? Is that what you said, leathery remember. and lacy? I don't know what the invitation. But you say were like, it was the theme. Were, okay, like the the centerpieces, if memory serves, they were lace, and there was like a leather string on it. Because my were my, there roach clips with feathers? <laughs> <laughs> there might have been, because he was like he had a motorcycle, and he was yes. like, I, I guess if I'm. I think he was a younger guy. I'm imagining Did bridesmaids oh, wearing roach clutch in their hair, like on the side with oh, feathers, God. like Man. a lot of my brother's girlfriends. I, I wore them when I was a kid. I didn't know that a roach clip had anything to do with marijuana. It was just the style. Yeah. I mean, I knew, but that's just because people were using them to smoke <laughs> marijuana in my house. Because they would say, Chris, pass me the roach clip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and don't spill your sippy cup. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, okay. So there was lace set of pieces with <laughs> this is my leather story this, okay what else uh well he was a motorcycle dude so you know he was like long hair and uh-huh. whatever and and i married did he have a leather vest kids. that he wore without a shirt underneath it oh man maybe at the reception <laughs> that oh. was fancy he times. just tore the sleeves off after he said yeah. i do he said we're done <laughs> i can't yeah. take this formal shit anymore yeah uh, put on some skinnerd yeah they didn't they lasted a couple of years I have some letters from our listeners. Love to share. All right. The first one is from, I'm just scrolling through my phone, friend of the show, Matt Alstorf. Okay. Is that someone I know? You know Matt. Do I? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, I don't think we know it's Matt. He's a friend of the show, so I thought that's someone I'm I supposed to know. I think he's very... Um, active on our social media. Oh, well, thank you, Matt Alstorff. Of like just being very positive and and, and liking stuff. Oh, and nice. I like the name. Praise. I remember going to Alstorff's when I was a kid. It was mm-hmm. wonderful. Discount grocery store. Yeah. God, it was so good. They mm-hmm. Great samples. Yeah. They had the pigs in the blanket. Thanks for that, Matt's family. A brief story. Okay. So, number one, I continue to adore your show and look Aww. forward to it every week. And number two, a couple of recent episodes... The ones about runaway trains and an umlaut mistake in Europe have reminded me of a ridiculous story from my life 20 plus years ago. Okay. I was spending the summer in Barcelona studying Spanish and was going to visit a friend who was living in Paris at the time. Naturally, rail workers in both Spain and France were on strike. 
Right. That happens all the time. So there was plenty of drama and delay getting from Barcelona to the French border, border, and then again continuing into France. This was an overnight train, and it was packed. I mean, no seats available, and every inch of standing space was occupied. I somehow lucked my way into an actual seat and promptly fell asleep once we'd crossed the border into France. A few hours later, I woke. I was alone in an empty rail car that had been detached from the train <gasps> and had been what? left. I know, this is nuts. <laughs> oh, my God. And had been left in a rail yard in some random small town in the south of France. No one had chosen to wake me up when apparently everyone else got off the train or got on another train or whatever they did. Thanks, guys. It's crazy to me that, like, the person who goes through and collects tickets, like, or... Or how about everyone else in his compartment, if it was so crowded, there were other people in his compartment saying, yeah. we're here, it's the last stop. French people are kind of assholes, yeah. though. No, I don't want to say all of them, but... Hashtag not all French people. Most of them. (laughs) So I gathered my luggage and jumped down onto the tracks. It's a pretty big jump if you're not at a platform. I was not at a platform. Oh, my God. I walked towards the station along the tracks and was yelled at in French by a station (laughs) agent or someone holding a flashlight. I assume he was telling me I shouldn't be on the tracks, which was good feedback. (laughs) But also not helpful since I didn't really have a choice. I eventually found a way to get up onto the platform and saw that the station was closed. So I spent the night sitting outside. That's terrible. When the station opened at 5 or 6 a.m., I went in and tried to negotiate my way to Paris. As a good American, I had taken many years of French in middle school and Uh, high school, but could only speak a few words of the language. Which is what happens when you take many years of French. Uh So I took my ticket, shoved it at the agent and said, J'ai besoin de Paris. That means I need Paris. Not a very intelligent argument on my part, but I think he understood. He shoved my ticket back at me, and I shoved it back at him, and we went back and forth a couple times, (laughs) with me emphasizing that I needed Paris, and him, I assume, telling me that the ticket was for a train that had already left. Eventually, he relented, and I got a seat on a train in a smoking car, of course, to Paris. It was at once a disaster and a wonderful trip. Thanks again for your show. It lifts my spirits every Tuesday. Matt. I'm just sorry Matt's not here so I can ask him a million questions, but that's a great story. That's right? so crazy. I mean, can you just imagine it. waking up and it's dark, you're, and alone, you're alone, in some random, you don't know where, like you don't know what town you're in, you're in a foreign country. That's crazy. And then you have to jump down. <laughs> that's And then you don't know where you are. Yeah. I, I don't know if I would... Uh, if I would be cognizant of the fact of what a great story that would turn out to be, or if I would just be livid. oh no, not at the moment. Oh, no, I don't think terrified. at the moment. Yeah, I yeah. Although Keith had that moment when he realized when he was lost yes. in Germany, right? Right. When he realized, you know, oh, this is going to be funny, but uh, you know, it yes. takes a while to. That's crazy. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, thanks, Matt. That's a really fun story. Okay, what else do we have here? Lots of junk mail. I'm going to skip. <laughs> Okay, Um, I'm going to share this only because I want other people to feel comfortable sharing their uh, requests as well. This is from Misty. I'm not quite sure how to pronounce her last name, so I'm just going to say Misty. And maybe people don't want their last name shared. I don't know. Yeah. Hello, I feel uncomfortable sending this email, but you said to do it. (laughs) 
here's my social security number and they link to my bank account here's my address um i would love a drink your coffee non-hooded crew neck sweatshirt so if that is all possible i appreciate y'all sending love and positivity in the new year is that available i'm sure they have we don't have it neck they do though so yeah what i want to say to anybody who's like i want this but i wish it came in this yes if it's available, we can do it. So you can ask for it. Yeah. So you'll go home and do that. I told Misty. I already responded to Misty okay. guys because I'm on top of it. But we are able to do this. So yes. if you're like, oh, why isn't drink your coffee right. on a water bottle? Or like right. if there's a design that you like that we have, but it's not on the merchandise that you want. Right. Feel free to request it. I love it. Because most likely we can do it. You know, I might even get that crew. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Daniel might get it. So Misty, thank you for getting over your discomfort. Yes. And, and let's in, see what else we can make Misty do. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to make Misty do stuff. <laughs> I know. She's going to be so comfortable. Uh, let's put her in some real weird situations. <laughs> Possibly illegal. Oh, man, Misty, you don't know what's coming in 2023. <laughs> All right. We have a really lovely lady. We have a really nice message from Sam Urbano. I don't care, Sam. I'm I'm sharing your last name. we're sharing his last name. If you give it, we're sharing it. Okay. Hello, Danielle and Christine. I love the podcast. It goes to the top of my list as soon as it comes out. Thank you. So nice. I don't normally write letters like this to people, but I felt compelled to contact you both because I wanted to let you know how much the How to Survive Grief episode means to me. First, I want to send my condolences to both of you for your losses. Thank you. I am currently dealing with my father, who's been in the hospital since November from a stroke that they later found out was from a cancer on his brain. Unfortunately, it's not going to be something that he can come back from. Right. We were hoping that he was well enough to come home yesterday, but he could not pass the medical discharge and moved him to a hospital hospice facility last night. Oh, Sam, I'm so sorry. Fortunately, I live in Las Vegas, and we do have a few actual hospice facilities. Oh, good. I good. haven't gotten to visit him yet, but I'm hoping it's as nice a place as Christine's stepbrother was in. The part that hit me is that it's so very hard to just deal with the rest of life moving on when you're trying to deal with a family member in this situation. Yeah. Garen was right that there it's that it's horrible that there is no direction. Like I said, I don't normally write these kinds of things, but I just wanted to tell you how much I appreciate you both opening up about something so hard and it really came at a time that I needed it. Right now, I'm just trying to remain calm. Oh, Thank you. And I know this gets thrown around a lot these days, but I really do appreciate you. Take care. That's uh, really Thank you, meaningful. Sam. Thank you, Sam. And we're so sorry about what you're going through. Yeah. And we get it that yeah. it is hard to deal with such an enormous loss or... Uh, situation and know how to manage yourself and yeah. like what you're supposed to be doing and I think there's just no really wrong answer yeah there's no right answer there's no wrong answer you just do what you just what, do what, what you, can you can to get through the day and try to find the small comforts and you know we're, we're may really I, may I recommend yes uh, my unorthodox life <laughs> Danielle if you want something really st- stupid something that seems like it's going to be meaningful and then is really stupid yes or it's both at the same time yes I'm just saying it helped you know it, I, it helped Danielle it helped me I really liked Jeopardy yes Jeopardy made me feel good you know what that's a good thing I could say because we added that this year I don't yeah. think we watched Jeopardy last year this was a new thing yeah so that is one of my favorite shows of the of the year yes yeah. we definitely watched that and loved it that might be a good 
get Christmas gift for my family actually is to add like sling so that we can all watch uh, Jeopardy yes. regularly. It's a good family show. Thank you for reaching out, Sam. We're sending you love. Yes. And if you want to um, reach out and let us know how you're doing, we love to hear right. from you. And um, yeah, thank you. And uh, to everyone, we hope you have a really good new year. Yes. Because by the time you hear this, Christmas is past. Oh, I know. that makes me sad. I know. They already <laughs> opened their gifts. We hope oh, you got what you boy. wanted. I hope you got some cool swag. I hope you got nice, thick socks. Yep. And uh, you weren't disappointed? Yeah. All right. Well, that are we coming back? Great. Do we have things we've learned today or no? Uh, I got a couple. Oh. All right. So then we'll be right back with what did we learn today? See you in a second. Christine. Yeah. Are you ready to learn what we learned today? Sure. Everything's coming up ribbons. <laughs> According to Adweek, Joanne dropped the fabrics from its name to remind current customers and teach old ones that the company is more than just fabric, <laughs> said Stephen Miller, Senior Vice President marketing and e-commerce at joanne stores stephen miller steve miller it's a really wah, wah. yeah it's a really common name that okay. was my steve miller thank you band. i got it um but what about the joanne part because i swear to god there used to be a hyphen and then there, there wasn't a hyphen i feel like you, it's just you buried to the mo- lead to modernize all right the uh i just like the fact that they're to remind old customers that we're more than yes. just fabrics come in <laughs> My Unorthodox Life is a Netflix series about the personal professional life of fashion mogul Julia Hart, that's her name, a former member of an ultra-Orthodox Jewish community. Uh, my Unorthodox Life star Julia Hart allegedly had a boob job and charged the procedure to Elite World Group prior to her fi- <laughs> prior to her firing. Wait, this is a lot. And yeah. an internal investigation is revealed. Wait a second. Gotta get to season two. Holy shit, she gets fired? <laughs> uh, may, Isn't apparently. she in charge of the whole thing? I, the, what? I only have what I showed you. First Day is a Hulu series about Hannah Bradford, a 12-year-old transgender girl who begins her first year of middle school while trying to live as her authentic self. So that's the Australian show? Yes. Cool, I will check that out. It's definitely not a party unless there's a goat in a Christmas sweater. <laughs> oh my God. I I'll wanna, send you a picture. Please send me a picture. It's so, there's not... It's just, it was just so nice. That's so sweet. It was such a lovely thing. Anyway, um, thank you for listening. Happy holidays. Hope you had a fabulous Christmas, Hanukkah, and we'll have a fabulous New Year's. We're going to see you guys back here in 2023. Oh, my God. And until then, remain remain calm. calm.